and welcome. It is now time for Atomic Radio Hour, episode 107. I am your host, Vince, and I'm also here with... Your half-painted host, Olive. Hello. How are you, friend? I am doing very well. I had a, a wonderful day. I pretty easy day at work, and got to hang out with some friends earlier, so I'm just like, I'm cool. Yeah? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah? How's that going for you? Are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying life right now. I really am. Good. Good. How about you, my friend? Um, I feel like I come on here every week and say that it's the same shit and different day. I am working on so many different things right now. Um, I know, you've been going crazy, like, mad working on projects. I don't know how you do it. Uh, after this, this recording, I am going to edit something else, and which actually, it should be out by now, and if it's not, it's coming out, and I'll just let you know now. Kyle and I are revamping our Kyle and Vince Go to the Movie series into Kyle and Vince-like things, because our local movie theater shut down, so n- now it's just going to be a show about things that we like, and we're going to review them. And, um, do it. I have to work on that, and this episode that we recorded is damn near close to three hours. So, there's a video element to it, there's the audio element to it, and I have to just fucking plug away at it. Um, I've edited... It's like when I edit VOD, I just gotta, like, truck at it, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm going to... Or ATT, is what we call it now. Uh, yeah, I'm going to I'm going to have like five things, because we had to record episodes for the future just in case something happened. I'm going to have recorded, like... Anywhere from four to, like, nine hours worth of stuff. And then on top of that, I started a new project for something that I'm very excited about. And um, I don't want to talk too much about it, but I started writing, and I'm already, like, four or five pages into writing it. And um, Is it a continuation of an old project? No, kind of. It was an idea that you and I had, and now I'm kind of expanding upon it. Um, oh, cool. Uh, now I know what you're talking about. Yeah, well, I got to read it to you before when we're done recording. Um, but uh, I'm just I just kind of been going and going and going and going. Um, but I like to keep a lot of that shit kind of on the DL till it comes out. Mm. So keep your cards close. Yeah. And my enemies closer. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's the thing we should start doing. Taking like phrases and putting them together. Those are called, um, I think they're called aphorisms when you do that. What, when you take two phrases and put them together? Yeah, like, um, I always say the one, we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. Haha, <laughs> really? Mm-hmm. That's like, in- instead of, it's like a, cl- a mixture of cross that bridge when we get to it and, uh, don't burn your bridges. Yeah. Oh, shit, I just noticed. Oh. They're, they're really, they're really fun. I like them. I just like uh, fucking words There's a whole, like, list of them online. I, really? I you really do like wordplay. I, I yeah. like how, like, I'll think of something and be like, oh, this is a good idea, and then it's like, yeah, that's already been done, and I'm like, god damn it. Okay, there we go. I realized that my laptop is not plugged in. Let's get into this episode. Before we get into it, we have some people to thank. Let's do it. Uh, we gotta thank some people for supporting us on Patreon. Now, the Patreon is not mandatory. It's just if you want to see the show get a little bit bigger, a little bit better, a little bit harder, faster, stronger. And there's some people who believe in us, and we have to thank those fine, fine folks. So, Olive, if you could please start it okay. off. Okay, so first we have the one and only Noah. Thank you, Noah. Thank you, Noah. I miss you. 
Next up is Gage. <laughs> thank you, Gage. Thank you twice. Thank you thank twice. You. Thank you once for the Patreon and then once for the Discord. I miss you twice. <laughs> Next up is Jordan with a Y. Jordan with a Y. Thank you, Jordan with a Y. Thanks, Jordan. Next up. Oh, you don't is miss Jordan. Di- <laughs> no, I, I see Jordan on the regular. Okay, all right. Or at least, at least I feel like I do with the, the chat. Okay. With Discord. Yeah, in the Discord. Link in the description below. We also have Danny. Thank you, Danny. It's nice to see you, Danny. I don't see you, but it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> and last up, but certainly not least, is Marcus. Thank you, Marcus. Now that's one I miss. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm just. I have this, this really weird energy tonight. I don't know how I'm feeling. You're good. You're good. It, I'm like was, all over the place. <laughs> it's good. I was just kind of like, where are you going with this one? I was trying to like pick up on the joke or go with a bit, but no, there really wasn't a bit. I just didn't know what to say, and my words just started vomiting. All right. Well, speaking of vomit, um, today's episode. <laughs> The lore for today's episode is going to be on the Gunrunners. Now, I don't know how oh, much you yeah. already know about the Gunrunners, but uh, they are fucking awesome. The Gunrunners uh, are awesome. They are like, if the Gunrunners and the followers could somehow meet up and like work a deal... Uh, I mean, oh, I guess it would be kind of cool. counterintuitive, because it'd be like, we're trying to help people, and then you're selling weapons to kill people. Um... But if they could just make the money for the followers, like, because the followers need more money, more help. Uh, they are weapon merchants operating out of the fortress in the Boneyard. The fortress is a reinforced weapon facility surrounded by a moat of toxic waste, and it houses much of their machinery. By 2281, they have branches in the Mojave, they have the one near the Strip, and they supply the finest hardware and they're very selective, uh, but they do sell directly to the NCR. By 2131, they're established as a small-time gang in the hub, later moved south to the Boneyard, and settled in a factory in northern L.A. They committed routine gang activities, and they also started taking... Oh, yes? Routine gang activities? <laughs> what, do you, what do you think of routine gang activity is? Um, probably, like, stealing and, uh smuggling and uh murdering mm. and uh rough housing rough housing a little bit of horseplay yeah. maybe yeah definitely some horseplay tomfoolery um, some, some buffoonery buffoonery absolutely let me ask you a question yeah what industry do you think hit covid the, has covid hit the hardest <sighs> sex work Oh my god, I was thinking the same thing. I was going to play it off as a joke. I can't believe yeah. you fucking said that. Sex workers are probably having a really hard time right now. How are you going to throw dollars at strippers from fucking six feet away? You got to ball them up and mm. throw them at them like spitballs. <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't believe you said that. Dude, how are you going to fucking hire a prostitute when you got to stay six feet apart? Girl, I don't know. Fucking... How's the stripper supposed to spit in my mouth if we gotta wear masks? You know what I'm saying? Like, just <laughs> <laughs> like spits it through a hose of like straws <laughs> that you put together. <laughs> I can't believe you fucking said that. I can't believe you said that. Why? Uh, because I really thought you were gonna be like, oh, restaurants. Nah. Wow. They can make do. They can they make do. They really don't do. deal with bodily fluids. 
Or at least they should. <laughs> I just picture like a like a hooker with like a like a face shield on, getting a money shot. Like <laughs> um, under the face shield. Yeah, under the face shield. <laughs> Doesn't have to be on on the internet already. Uh, <laughs> um, COVID doctor <laughs> porn. Oh, there has to be. Can you look it up? Can you? Can you, Jamie? Look it up. Jamie, yeah, Jamie can look it no, up. No, you you have to play the role of Jamie. Oh, I don't I don't know who that Jamie is. It's from it's from Joe Rogan's podcast. He has this kid who like just hangs out and like Google shit when he talks about it. Okay. So you, Jay, you got to play Jamie. Look it up. Look up COVID Ugh. porn. I don't want to do this. Just you have incognitus. <sighs> All right, so they start doing routine gang activity, and they also start taking guns from those that they have killed and start selling them back to their contacts in the hub. They made so much money on gun trading, they gave up the gang life to focus on trade. They decided to no longer. Uh, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Jamie's returned. Wait, hold on. I was, okay. No, no, no. <laughs> this headline is ridiculous. Posted in the Rolling Stones. No MILFs, no squirting, no gangbangs. How the porn industry is changing during COVID-19. So no MILFs. No MILFs, no squirting, and no gangbangs. I, I don't want to be that guy, but you know most like porn MILFs are probably single moms and need that income. Yeah, probably. But I mean, hey, well, what you gonna do? Alright, so they made so much money off gun trade, they <laughs> gave up the gang life to focus on the trade. They decided to no longer import weapons and start using the factory to produce the weapons. They had an abundant supply of scrap metal in the fortress slash the factory they worked in and quickly became gunsmiths. They had the ability to produce military-grade weapons and, ammos with, and ammo with pre-war schematics. By 2151, the independent metal resources had completely run out, starting to import from... Now, I don't know how to say this. Can you, Jamie, can you look this up? It's A-D-Y-T-U-M. Anthem? Abdium? Sounds like he said something backwards. Yelzen? What is it? A-D-Y-T-U-M. I remember hearing it on Google Translate because I, I didn't know how to pronounce it. It's a Greek word that means some sort of a town or something. Adidem? 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 Yeah, it, it's a small settlement south of the Boneyard. By 2155, they adopted the name the Gunrunners and formally established their business. By 2158, they had a stable situation until the regulators, uh, until the regulators started to rule Adidem. Now, this is not the Fallout 3 regulators. This is a police force, uh, a vicious police force. So a police force. Ooh, vicious. Uh, the regulators took advantage of the gunrunners' reliance on the metal imports from the fortress and squeezed the gunrunners. Uh, they would buy the weapons at rock-bottom prices and then, and then pocket the extra value on reselling them. So they would buy it from the gunrunners for dirt cheap and then added them would then fucking resell it back to people. Smart. Not necessarily ethical, but, but smart. smart. The gunrunners yeah. needed a new supply of metals, but the death claws taking residence in the boneyard made it near impossible to find new supplies or move shop. At this time, the impromptu leader, name of Gabriel, uh, realized that this was a problem, leaving Zack, their master 
uh, merchant and uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like artisan, I guess the the docent, if you will. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the guy who would build, like the dude who's on the top gunsmith. of yeah, yeah, the dude who's on top of that. Um, he kind of had nothing to do because they didn't have materials and they couldn't really ship anything out. Uh, the NCR. Uh, they survived all their problems with Adidam and the Death Claws. They rose to prominence as the primary supplier of heavy quality weapons and ammo in New California. The Gunrunners and Crimson Caravan became two of the oldest, most influential merchant houses in the NCR. With the creation of the NCR army, they needed ammo and weapons. The Gunrunners became what is commonly called an unofficial branch of the army, supplying them with whatever they needed. Uh, by 2281, from the Boneyard to New Vegas, they dominated the weapons market. The The New California Republic Army uh, made up to 90% in regions such as New Vegas and Hoover Dam, meaning they were buying 90% of their weapons. So they became... That's like, crazy. Yeah. Like, like I, they became symbiotic. Yeah, yeah. And like I said before, almost like an unofficial branch of the military, because if they lost that 10% of customers, they wouldn't, it wouldn't even hurt them. Like, it would hurt them, but they'd be like, fuck it, we still have steady income. Yeah. Uh, they are the envy of most, if not all, competing businesses. The Gunrunners hold too much influence over Crimson Caravan or the Van Graffs to do anything about it. They're de- the, the organization setup is decentralized, loosely organized... Uh, mechanics, mechanists, and weaponsmiths. The prime goal the is... The mechanist! <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you? No. We I let you out really of the basement like... for a fucking hour to record. The prime goal is to make the finest high-grade weapons and ammo. Uh, over a century of growth... They have over 150 years of being in business. Uh, over a century in you know, Iceland, bro- that's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, think about it. What do you? Wh- who's going to be in business the longest? The people that are healing, the people that are killing. Because you can't people have one without killing. the other. And prostitution, yeah. but no milfs. <laughs> over a century, no, milfs, no squirting, and no gangbangs. What if we just get all of that together? <laughs> like, let's just put the three together and make it like the most taboo COVID. Well, then you have a COVID party and yeah. infect all your friends and yeah. you all die. Yeah. But at least we at least we all came together. It's your funeral. Wow, really? You didn't pick up on that one? No, I came up. I, oh, I picked oh, up on that okay. one. I just like to delightfully ignore it. Okay. Well, over a century of growth <laughs> and expansion uh, resulted in numerous additional centers of manufacturing in New California. The way their caravans were set up, it was one of two Brahmin loaded with ex- loaded with weapons and a large escort of well-armed guards. If a guard is killed, the weapon cases are rigged to explode if someone without proper clearance is to access to the case. They that's rely- pretty high-tech. That's what? That's pretty high-tech. Yeah. Yeah, they're the shit, dude. I'm telling you. They uh, are the shit. They rely on local factories with short delivery routes allow allowed the gunrunners to monopolize the weapon market. Uh, all weapons are made on site using military schematics for quality, 
for quality, delivered to nearby clients in bulk or individually. Within the Mojave, they have a local factory near the Strip. Uh, they're, they're a cultural element of the NCR's logistic chain and can respond to change at a demand's notice as soon as Isaac, the leader, gets the orders. So the way Isaac works is in his leadership, and there's no strict hierarchy. They rely on a – they're pretty much experts in their field. Uh, and they rely on a kind of um, flat organization. Kind of, it's just like you do this and you do that and you shut the fuck up. Uh, yeah, there's just, guns. Everyone does their part, and you'll be paid. Yeah, there's gunsmiths, guards, supply managers, uh, and they all come together to benefit the company without the boss implying his will. So the guy's kind of in charge, and he says, "Do this, do that," but he's not like, "We need to make sure this happens and that happens and this happens and this." He's just kind of like, like, "Yeah, do it, do make, shit, make me money." I, I know, I know, you're good at what you do. Do what you got to do, and then just fucking make the money we got to make and get on with your day. Mm-hmm. Um, they are the fucking coolest. They are the fucking coolest. I remember all their weapons being the coolest. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, they, um, they're a group that I wish there was a little more in-game for them. Um, Especially in New Vegas. I feel like they really missed an opportunity. Yeah, I, I can understand maybe, like, with the NCR just kind of, like, setting up at Hoover Dam and whatnot. Because um, I think the Battle of Hoover Dam was four years prior from when the game starts. So let's just say that they only really took residence and started really, really buying at Hoover Dam in the Strip around four years ago, maybe five, mm-hmm. that they were just starting to pop off. But um, I want to know more about them. They're, they're kind of cut and dry. But at the same time, they have a ton of lore. You know what I mean? Like, they have, like, a ton yeah. of knowledge and shit, and they well, have a history. They were paid, they were paid that... Uh, in the early games, I would assume. Like, that's where they got their basis of, like, lore, right? Mostly, yeah. There's the Gunrunners Arsenal um, DLC. That's for New Vegas. But the Gunrunners themselves, don't they appear in the first two games? Yeah, no, they appear in the first one. They don't appear in the second one. Um, There's also I'm on the I'm on the wiki just because I want to see if I forgot anything. They have a, a a little notable mention for Vendertron, the dude who's in oh, cool. the uh, shipping container, and he's like, "You can't get me out of here, you can't kill me." Which again, like another one of those like, "Oh, who the fuck would have thought of that?" Other than a bunch of geniuses with guns, yeah. like. So, all right, I fucking skipped a page and it was blank. My bad. This is the best profession in the waste, and wouldn't they, they would do nothing to go against the structure of the way the boss is set up, the way the the, the factory is set up, the way the, the I guess the politics of it are set up. Uh, yeah, dis- it seems like it would be a very like politically active uh, zone because guns are going to be so important for. Yeah, maintaining power in the wasteland. It seems Especially with like the NCR, like they need their guns. It seems very politically active and at the same time very politically neutral because mm-hmm. there's everybody needs them. Yeah, and at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if if, if Caesar was trying to buy guns from them too. You know what I mean? Did they? I didn't think they used guns. Or they only used melee weapons. Some of the higher ranking legionaries use guns. But it's only some of them. Uh, you have to be, like, it's normally machetes or, or spears. But if you're a high-ranking official when they send you out, because they know the NCR is going to use guns, they give mm-hmm. them guns. Um, 
despite all of this, they still have a great deal of political influence. They use lobbyists to ensure that any measure that would impact their business does not leave the Senate, especially if they're put hmm. they're putting a tariff on competition. They use lethal force to defend their factories and get rid of industrial espionage. Or I have here, fuck up competitors that have slighted them. Um, anything from assassinations to using the influence to deny them to various different markets. I'm not going to lie. We love that. All, all of us Who is love we? That. Who is we? Who is all of us? You got to stop talking for other people. <laughs> so over 150 years of accumulated machining and manufacturing weapons and ammo experience, making them one of the most capable organizations in the waste. They can not only make weapons in bulk to fully supply the NCR, but also take old, battered, and abused weapons and restore them to fully functional condition. Even though they use old blueprints of weapons from the pre-war military, they also study and reverse engineer new weapons. Due to every caravan being wiped out, they refuse to work with energy weapons. Uh, they believe a rogue Brotherhood of Steel unit takes them out and they would rather take the hit of the loss from the business that they lose to the Van Graffs. So the, the Van, Van Graffs must be stupidly uh, rich because of that. Yeah, I don't remember what year the Van Graffs started, uh, but they must have fucking... I know the year they ended, the year that I started playing the game. You really don't like the Van Graffs? I fucking hate the Van Graffs. I, I murder those bitches every time. I the Van Graffs. Oh, why? Because your little fucking whiskey girls... Uh... Not too cool with them? No, I just think they're assholes and I want all their stuff for free. So I steal it all. And then I kill them all. I like them. I'd like to see how big they can really get. Nah. Fuck the Van Graffs. So, just a little behind the scenes for you on uh, the... Also, my my little whiskey girl uh, doesn't like them. Did I show you that meme of the Doomer guy? And yeah. he's like, hey, you like the whiskey? She's like, yeah, for sure. And then it's just like heartaches. Um, if, I, if I can find that, I'll put it on screen. Um, so behind the scenes on the, the Ten of Hearts on the Fallout New Vegas Collector's Edition, uh, it, it's the, the gun runners. And it's like a gun press, like, a, like an ammo press or something, like a vice grip thingy. Uh, and it says, it's amazing what passes for a firearm around here. You're better off throwing rocks. Dang. Super cool. Super cool group of people. They're super cool. Yeah. They're like they're like the e- not evil. They're like the violent version of the followers. And I really like them. I like I think that they're cool. They have the coolest shit, especially in the New Vegas DLC. Mm-hmm. Like all their weapons are awesome. Yeah. They have um They they just said, Hey, intern, you like Fallout? Make us some crazy fucking weapons and we're gonna make a DLC <laughs> out of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh I bought the the chainsaw from them. On my last run, I think I bought the katana. The uh, they have the better anti-material rifle. I remember. Do they? That shit. It's like the most powerful sniper. Really, I remember mm-hmm. just the the thing in general, but I don't remember. Um, I don't remember them having a better one. You got a little special one. Good shit. Yeah. Good shit. It is some good shit. That's the best shit. Yeah? Yeah. What makes it the best shit? I just like them. They just make me smile. I just like them. They just make me happy. You know what I'm saying? I just think they're neat. I just... Simpson. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 
Gunrunner's Arsenal. I just think they're neat. <laughs> um, that's that's everything on Gunrunners. Cool, cool, cool. What else you want to talk about? I don't know. I thought you had something planned. I do have something planned. I oh. wasn't sure if we wanted to do that right now, or I don't have. We were going to do that a little bit later. I don't really have anything. Can you, I don't really have anything planned. If you can stretch it out for cool. thirty minutes. Uh, Segway. We're going to be playing a show that I played a few weeks ago, and it's called "What's Olive Up To." Oh yes. I don't know. I probably have music. If you edit it, I'm gonna put music in. I probably. <laughs> Who's the All music right. going to be by? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'll have to figure that out at the end of the show. So I've got five questions for you. All okay. related to things that I am up to and interested in right now. Uh-huh. Um, and they're going to be A, B, C, D, uh, multiple choice. Uh-huh. Uh, and if you get any of them wrong, then I'm going to leave the call and uh, this will be my final episode. Cool. I'll get Kyle so, on here with me. Yeah, get Kyle on here. Yeah, he, he's got it. He, yeah, he's got the. Yeah, he's got what it takes. Yeah, very photogenic. Yeah. Oh my god. So the first question, uh, first thing I'm up to is Pose. It is a show uh, produced by FX. It's awesome. Uh, but Pose uh, highlights the New York City ballroom scene uh, with a groundbreaking show for trans representation. How many trans actors are a part of the main cast? So your choices are three, five, seven, or nine. Uh, you made me watch an episode of this. Did I? Yeah. It's like the first episode, the dude was like getting kicked out of his house. Yeah. Um. The show is awesome. I recommend it to anyone. It's It takes place in like the early 80s, like late 70s, like... When things are still fun, but also not fun for, like, everyone that's not white. Uh, <laughs> I just remember watching a dude doing a lot of cocaine. Yeah, I just spilled my water all over me. You gotta drop something in episode. Yeah, this time I dropped the ball. I want to say seven. I'm thinking five or seven. What's your final answer? I don't know. Um. Well, you saw the one episode. Yeah, so. I know, and I remember seeing a lot of women with really strong jawlines. I love a good woman with a strong jawline. Seven. I'm sorry, that's incorrect. Really? Five. Really? Five. Yep. Well, the show's not uh, that that great as you thought because uh, there's not <laughs> enough representation. If you ask me. You're correct. Um, but. Despite that, like having the main like plot and story be about trans people and the their like culture of that time is uh, something that's very special. And I think anyone that wants to learn more about that culture should definitely give it a shot. Um, I mean, I would no do research. Uh, Don't fucking watch television, <laughs> like unless you're watching a documentary. Yeah. If you yeah, actually like, want to learn something, fucking Wikipedia is free. It's true. Uh, so, do you want me to go through the different actors, or do you, you want the next yeah, question? If you want. This is so, your segment. Uh, I'm just here. This is my segment. So, the first one uh, is uh, India Moore. I love her, and I am so attracted to her, and she is just perfect and so pretty and gorgeous. Um, next up is MJ Rodriguez. 
Uh, she plays Blanca, uh, who's like the main uh, character that the story follows. Okay. Next up is Dominique Jackson. She plays Electra, the bitchy house mother that uh, basically makes everyone's lives miserable and she's super rich. Mm-hmm. Next is Haley Shar or Sahar. Uh, she plays one of the extended cast members um, of. She's on one of the different like ball houses, and uh, her best friend in the show is uh, a character portrayed by Angelica Ross, who is uh, another just absolutely stunning actor. She has an amazing part in season two, and I really, really recommend that you guys check it out. There's a season two. There is a season two. Season two is really good. I only thought there was the one. Okay, cool. I'm pretty sure that they're confirmed for a third season. All right. Hey, um, I don't want to change subject on you, but um, breaking news. Okay. Donald, Donald Glover is returning as Lando Calrissian for his own Disney Plus series as a young Lando. Young Lando? Um. I will not be watching Disney Plus. I will not be giving Disney any more of my money. As far as I'm concerned, they are up there with Amazon and the Waltons. Um, but fuck, do I want to see that? I love Donald. All right, sorry, go on. That sounds really good. Oh, Young Lando series. All right, so you're zero for, for five yeah, right good. now. Or, or zero for one. Uh, I don't know how sports work. Next up. Another thing I'm up to is Saints Row 4. I went back and I replayed it. It's a really fun game. Uh, But question for you. In Saints Row 4, the leader of the Saints fights against an alien threat. What is the name of the alien overlord? Your choices are... A. Cronrax B. Zinyak C. Draxia Or B. Globrax It's either A or B. Can I hear A and B again? Uh, Cronrax and Zinyak. It's not Cromrax because that's from Borderlands. What was C? Uh, Draxia. And what was the last one? D? Glo- uh, Globrax. Globrax? If Globrax is the answer, I'm gonna fucking be very upset. <laughs> uh, because that's just fucking the Glob Go Glab Glab. You remember that fucking meme? <laughs> yeah. Um, I-, I don't know why, but I did find it funny. The glob go glab glab? Yeah, something about it was just like so uncanny and stupid. I, I think what was funny to me about it was that it was from a Christian cartoon. Um, I thought it was from Casper the Friendly Ghost. What? I thought it was from Casper the Friendly Ghost. No, it's from like a Christian cartoon. Oh shit, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, B. You're correct, it is Zinyak. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So. That dude's an asshole, and I have had a lot of fun going back and kicking his ass over and over again by thwarting his plans. I think um, it's funny that Saints 4 is, like, a game that you very much enjoy. I know, because, like, I I think I, the thing that I like about it is that, like, Saints Row 2 was very, like, much trying to be in the same space as Grand Theft Auto. Saints 2? Yeah, Saints 2. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't say so, but sure. Well, what would you say, then? I would say Saints 1 was trying to be more like GTA, but a little wackier. And then Saints 2 was just like, let's turn up that whack factor. And then, and then uh, in 3, they they did they went pretty wacky again. Yeah. Re- I loved 3. 3 is one of like my top games. I've like, I love really? that. Really? 
but four, when I played it the first time, I didn't like it. But going back now, some of the mechanics just rock so much that I can forgive the kind of like meh story just because I love playing the game so much, like the handling and using the powers and just being really, like yeah, it's just so fun. Hmm. So next question for you. This one you should know. If you don't, I'm gonna be sad. So, third thing I'm up to, I'm playing Atomic Tabletop. Um, here on the show, we play Fallout D and D every once in a while. Like we try to do every month, but last time, how's the I editing had a, going? The editing is going just fine. Have you started it? I started like going through the footage, but I haven't really like made a super amount of progress on it. How, like how, there's no like effects; it's just like cutting uh, cutting down ums and stuff. Okay. But, uh, what version of Atomic Tabletop uh, are we playing? Option A is 1.5. Option B is 3. Option C is 3.5. And option D is 4. What version of my crazy convoluted game are we playing? Three and a half. If it's not three and a half, it's four. You're right. It is three and a half. I knew it. And, Fuck uh, yeah. The reason that it's three and a half is because the it's based on the original system that I had for version three, but with a couple tweaks. And I had to throw in a little D and D reference there because everyone just loves three point five. Uh, so yeah. current version of the game is three point five, and I think it rocks. Um, if you guys listen to the show, you can probably tell that we have a lot of fun with it. Maybe one day, when I finish it, I'll release it to y'all. <laughs> um, yeah, I knew it was most likely 3.5, because I knew it wasn't 1.5, because 1.5 was when I had the ability to talk to fucking doors. Um, God, I could murder you right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I... Um, yeah, I knew it wasn't 4, but I had a feeling. What's the next question? Maybe someday. So, the next one, next thing I'm up to is Drag Race Canada. So, RuPaul's Drag Race is a show about a bunch of gay people dressing up as women and strutting their stuff and dancing and lip syncing and just, like, embodying talent and charisma. And it's a show that I really like, but they just released a new show called Drag Race Canada. However, this time it is not hosted by RuPaul. Um, which of the following drag queens hosts Drag Race Canada? Option A, Brooklyn Heights. Option B, Alaska Thunderfuck. Option C, Trixie Mattel. Or option D, Chi Chi Devane. I have no fucking clue what you're talking about whatsoever. I know. I'm I'm so incredibly lost. I don't know what's going on. I know Alaska Thunderfuck is like a strain of weed. Yes, it is. And I know the Canadian laws for television are different, but I doubt they would let a woman on TV whose name is Alaska Thunderfuck. I know Trixie Mattel's huge because you used to love her. Uh, Still do. I, I don't know anybody else in this thing, so I'm gonna go with her. But I, I, when you brought up fucking Avatar, at least I'd seen a couple episodes of Avatar. I don't think I've seen mm. a full episode of Drag Race. 
I don't think I've either. You've gotten like halfway through and been like, I'm good. I don't get it. I just don't like if it's your thing, fine. It's I don't understand. I don't get I don't it. I just think it's so fun. It's I like, just it's like living art. Like I can go to a museum and look at a painting or I can go to a drag show and like look at someone like be amazing. Sure. It's it's different. It's a different medium. Yeah. But I mean, I like performance are, art. <laughs> you are incorrect. It is actually hosted by Canadian drag queen Brooklyn Heights. She's Canadian. Her name is Brooklyn Heights. Yes. Like like the place. Yeah. Well, it's Brooke and then middle name Lynn and yeah. then last name Heights. But she yeah. goes by the full thing. Yeah, Brooklyn Heights. Why isn't it like Canadian cold? Like <laughs> <laughs> Well, she has been performing in America for a while, so I'm not sure if like that's always been her name or if that's just like what it ended up being, but she's really awesome, really talented, and it's very strange to see her like in this role as like the host but i think it's a blast and i've had a fun time watching it because it's so much different than the show i usually watch how is it different it's it's, is there just geese and maple syrup like what's no it's i don't know like the way that it is is it feels like similar but not the same it's it's a lot more messy and unhinged and i like that because it reminds me of the older seasons of drag race when things were messy like when they had shit sound or was it shit video no, it, not that kind of messy. Like, messy as, like, the competitors are, like, super messy. That that literally doesn't help me. You're using the word in the definition. I know, I know. Um, Like, extra dramatic and going after each other and, like, making good reality TV. That's what I think is so funny about th- that show in general is that, like... The joke is that they're taking it seriously, and you shouldn't take it seriously, but you take it seriously, but you shouldn't, but you do, but you don't, because you can't, but you will. Yeah, that's about right. That's what, like, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, I get it. And then, like, as soon as I feel like I get it, I'm like, wait, I don't get it. And then I'm like, oh, I get it. And then I'm like, wait, hold on, what's going on? Like, I just don't, I don't, I don't know. Well, I won't torture you with any more Drag Race. <laughs> Thank you. But the last thing I'm up to, because I like to sit in my bed, is Netflix. So, the question reads as follows. Olive is always on a media binge. What genre is she binging right now? Your options are sci-fi, documentary, reality TV, or cartoons slash anime. Alright, if it's D, we're going to talk about what shows you're watching. But I really hope it's documentary, because... Need some good doc uh, recommends. You're incorrect. Um, I've actually I have seen a couple good docs recently, but I've been just kind of watching like cartoons and anime. Really good shit. What are you? Yeah, watching? like uh, I'm, I'm rewatching Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood for like the 19 billionth time. Sorry about that. Um, oh, it's so good. I love it. Um, I watched uh, BNA. I don't know. BNA. Uh, it's called it's brand new animal is what it stands for Mm. and it's by an anime studio called studio trigger and they do beautiful beautiful work and it was a really good series i really liked it um i just started noragami which is kind of cool it's like this guy is like a new god and he's like trying to get like followers but there's like demons and shit it's Mm kind of cool i just saw like the first episode so i don't really understand the full scope of it yet yeah but yeah you know it's just like stuff to like have on in the background that i don't have to take too seriously like whenever i watch sci-fi i get too into it and i need to like analyze the plot Mm -hmm. but sometimes i just need some like garbage food tv sometimes i just need jojo you know 
I, I've never seen an episode of JoJo. I, it's the Doritos of of cartoons. Like it's just it's not particularly good, but you just eat the whole bag and you love it. What flavor of Dorito? Cool Ranch. Okay, I'm out. I fucking hate Cool Ranch. No, maybe not. It depends on the season. Some of the, some seasons are like Cool Ranch, but some seasons are like the purple ones, like the chili ones. Those are the oh my god. Those are vegan. Those they're vegan, really? Yeah, they're vegan. Um, they're very good. They're the best ones. The purple Doritos, dude. I remember yeah. I went to a party in mm. high school, and uh, it wasn't like a big party. It was just like maybe three or four people at one house. Um, and I was like, oh, I'll bring something to snack on. And I brought purple Doritos and they were like, these are fucking gross. I went fine. And I ate them all, but like the last like (laughs) quarter of the bag. And then I went to the kid's house like a few days later. I was like, yo, where are those Doritos at that I left here? And they're, and they're like, oh, uh, we ate them. I was like, the fuck you mean we ate them? He's like, yeah, I tried them and they're delicious. I was like, I I fucking told you. (laughs) I actually found one flavor that I think is better than the purple ones. Oh, so I found one. I wasn't sure if it was like limited run or something, but I found ones that's like garden salsa. It's in a dark red bag, not like a regular red garden bag, like the original. Salsa. The garden salsa ones are so good. They've got like a hint of lime to them. Ooh. And it's not quite as like, it's a different kind of hot. Not kind of, not like Takis. Like Takis are, are, are kind of too hot, kind of more <sighs> like the purple ones, but they're like, uh, Takis like a are nice just hot. loud. Like the people that eat Takis, Takis are loud people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> my roommates and I eat Takis. <laughs> oh, you're going to tell me your roommate isn't loud. No, she's definitely loud. Yeah. I love her to death. But we get we get uh worked up. We get excited. <laughs> well, those are the five things that I'm up to recently. What do you think? I think you should broaden your horizons of what you watch that's animated, especially if you're using Netflix. I think you should watch fucking BoJack Horseman. Yeah, I've been meaning to get around to it. Oh, another thing I watched was uh, I've been I started Kipo in the like Wonder Beasts. What? Uh, that's really cool. I don't know what um, that is. It's I think by DreamWorks, uh, but it's an oh. animated. It, it's a cartoon. It looks really cool. Um... The premise is cool. It's an, ap- it's an apocalypse scenario. So maybe What's we can called? like review an episode. Uh, Kipo in the Land of Wonder Beasts, I think. You're not- K-I-P-O. Hold on, you're not... What's that show that you sent me that was like Dreamatorium? Uh, Midnight Gospel? Yeah, yeah. you like, it's a podcast that but one's... animated. Yeah. There's an yeah, episode where Joey awesome. Diaz is like, I'm selling cats! It's the pizza man! <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> Oh, that's so fucking funny. Who's your favorite I, I haven't comedian? Midnight Gospel yet. Who's what? your favorite? Who's your top three comedians? I haven't oh. started it. I gotta watch it. My top three comedians? Yeah. I don't know. I don't really like follow comedians. Like I, I'll see something funny. I'll be like, ha. Ah, maybe I'll share this with someone that it reminds me of. But like, I don't like follow comedians. I fucking I've, I'm on a kick right now of listening to comedy specials and mm. I fucking think Theo Vaughn might be one of the funniest people alive right now. He'll just say some shit that like, like, you know, that tangent thing I'll do where I'll just kind of go off on a tangent and I'll just see, Oh, how long can I run this out? Yeah. 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 That's what all of his jokes feel like, but like, they're funny. Like, they're not just me trying to see how long I can make my brain work. It's like, he just goes. And it's fucking like, he's got a joke about how 
he like grew up in the small town in Louisiana and the biggest thing that they have to to um offer like their claim to fame is that that's where John Wilkes Booth went to high school <laughs> <laughs> that and that like there was animal testing facilities in the town that he grew up in and these monkeys escaped so him and like four other kids that went to the YMCA summer camp just fucking would run after monkeys and try to round them up in like an RV's parking lot like just Jesus. it's so fucking fun like, I don't want to tell his jokes but so fucking funny I was at work listening to it just I was dying like I was in public people like looking at me I'm like haha <laughs> alright I think I found like I think I found three okay so I'm a basic white bitch and I mm-hmm. like John Mulaney a lot mm-hmm. I don't know I just I find his comedy funny it's very like showy it kind mm-hmm. of like reminds me of, well a theater kid of course um, I really. You're not a fucking I, theater kid. I know. I know. Oh, I'm oh, not. oh, oh. Although oh. I, I was in my senior high school play. Yeah, I was gonna say, what were you in a play? Yeah. You suck um, one dick. Doesn't make you gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but what if it's the best dick? <laughs> I mean, it depends. Like, how long are you gonna try it out for? No, we can't be telling other people's jokes. We cannot be telling other people's jokes. Um, alright, the next one is, um, I, I liked Donald Glover's comedy. Yeah, but I wouldn't even consider him a comedian anymore. I would he's just consider really comedian, him the second yeah. coming of Christ. Fair. Um, he's doing, he's young Lando, and he's funny, he's on Community. Like, fucking, I kind of do this, but I don't. I love how every joke with him was the same joke, but it was always funny. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck. So, the last one is one that I saw on a TED Talk, actually. Okay. And his name is James Veach. Okay. R- really funny guy. So, his, like, he has this one TED Talk that's called, This is What Happens When You Reply to a Spam Email. Oh, this guy. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, and he's like... It replies to one of those like you've if you give us like two thousand dollars we'll give you ten thousand dollars he's like i'm interested in your proposition and like goes on this big email chain with this scammer that's trying to get his money and like escalates things incredibly far with, mm-hmm. with like fake emails and stuff it's so funny and he has another bit about ducks like little rubber ducks okay where he was living with people and he got like an 100 pack of tiny rubber ducks on amazon and just started leaving them around the house Okay. And, um, and then his roommates were like, dude, what's with the ducks? And he's like, oh, it's just a prank. Like, don't worry about it. Um, but then he got a lot more and started, like, making scenes out of them. Like, he made, like, a mock, like, Titanic in the, like, bathtub. And he would just, like, leave it there for his, uh, like, roommates to find. Or he'd, like, make them, like, come out of the drain and, like, swarm uh, out in the out of the sink. Like, it got, like, so insane. And... When the roommates finally said enough and said, no more ducks, he said, but can I have one duck, one rubber duck? And they were like, okay, fine. And he got the biggest rubber duck he could find. And it's like the size of his living room. It's ridiculous. It's so funny. (laughs) But like the concept really isn't that funny, but the delivery it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, that's just, just, it seems like so much work. Yeah, it's, it was really funny. Uh... If I remember, I'll throw some links to, like, the TED Talks in the description. Cool. cool. 
cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about? We're kind of like we're close kinda, to the yeah. end where we where we can talk about something, but like we don't have enough time to get into something big and deep. How are you feeling? I'm all right. I'm kind of. I'm actually on a high lately. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think it's because of me just being productive and working on a lot of things and just kind of. You're like um, massaging your brain. Yeah. Yeah, I've been in like this kind of weird like go get a mode. Like I've been trying to buy and sell more things to sell on eBay, um, just so I could make sure I have enough money to have a great time in Japan and I can right, pay right. my car off and whatnot. But I don't know if I'm gonna even go because the U.S. is fucking dumb and no one wants to wear a mask. And oh yeah, guys, remember wear your mask. Yeah. Um... Even if you think it's a crock of shit, which it most definitely is not, and it is yeah, proven, yeah. Um, please do it, because it will lead to reduced uh, transmission of COVID-19 yeah. and other airborne illnesses. And if you it don't... Can, like, it can save you from a billion things, like not just COVID, like you can pollution. not get the flu, and like pollution. air pollution, pollution, and like some shitty snotty kid that's yeah. going to give you a stomach flu. Yeah, like... Wear a mask. It's just good practice. It's common decency. I, and I've you noticed, can protect people that are at risk. I've noticed, um, you know it, especially since I had my concussion a little over a year ago, I get really, really nervous around crowds now. And I never did. Um, and I think that was kind of because of me being like kind of shut in the house and I had to kind of stay to like... Like I was, like, I was social distancing, which also I read that social distancing isn't a great term for it because we're not being socially distant yeah, being it, physically physical distant. distancing so yeah. i was being physically distant about a year ago before anything covid related hit and it was just because of I, I had a concussion and they said stay home and stay and i couldn't be in the light and they just said let your brain relax so ever since then i kind of have this god weird... that must have that was an awful time for you wasn't oh it? my god dude i was doing the show you can never let your brain relax <laughs> yeah but <laughs> we were doing the show during that time so like i remember it was really hard like you would get knocked out by the end of a session yeah and i was there's a few episodes where i'm just a fucking asshole towards you and i don't even meet so like this is my half-assed apology that's a year and a half late sorry uh but i'm just kind of should have like i just couldn't like i didn't realize i was doing it i mean your brain was literally swollen like what else were you gonna do but be agitated yeah well i mean i yes but it's not excusable and and um yeah, it's just kind of like ever since then, I kind of like I get into crowds and I like start backing towards the wall. And um, recently I've noticed I'm just so used to places being no more than 10, 15 people that when I start seeing it hit about 15 people, I get like overwhelmed, which is just, I yeah. guess, a side effect of this. I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, like when I go to the market or like um, to get food and I'm like going through the aisles, like getting shit that I need. And I see like five or six people in one cluster. I'm like, oh, what the fuck? It's not. It's not so much that. It's like if I. It's like, like, what I are y'all doing here? Go yeah. home. Like I went to the mall recently, and I mainly went just because. Well, one, I wanted to buy things to sell because everything's on fucking sale. Um, but also, I just kind of wanted to see how dystopian it was to think that like mm -hmm. this is such late stage co uh, communism, capitalism that like we have to be here, we have to go to the mall, like. There was a line for the Apple store. It was the most fucking humid day of the year. There was a line for the Apple store that they had tents set up outside. Like, you really need your wow. phone fixed that badly? Well, 
I, 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 I'm going to say no for the most part. But for some people, that's their only connection to their job. Their phone? I guess. You're not wrong. Yeah. Like, you never know uh, that people like got around a business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and like for other like public services have been closed. Like until like just this week, like the DMV has been closed this entire time. And, that's like, a godsend. One of my friends, uh, their insurance, uh, not their insurance, but like I think their, their registration. registration. Up, and they yeah. wouldn't have been able to drive their car for the past like months no, because you they can. couldn't get it re-registered. No, that's bullshit. You can because I remember there's a guy who works not with me but close to where I work and he was telling me that his registration expired uh like the it was like the month after like March. If it wasn't March, it was uh April that everything that everything expired and mm. he tried calling up and they were like if any of your things have expired they it, it, you can't get fined for it it's indefinitely because you can't find me for something i i can't control and like right, right, yeah. he was like i can it might so be when, different in pennsylvania than it is in new york but like they haven't been driving really Nah, they should be fine dude yeah. if if i get a fucking acab but like if if any cop were to pull me over and be like you know you're driving illegally i'd be like what do you want me to do yeah, you, you want me to go register my car in a different fucking state and then go get it there and come back? Like, no, shut the fuck up. I'm not working. Go home and fucking hit yeah. your wife, like like you do. Did you know like eighty percent of all cops have fucking domestic abuse reports on them? There's your fun fact of the fucking day. There's a, I wouldn't say uh, I don't think it's eighty percent, but it's, a shit ton it's fucking high. If it's not eighty, it's forty. I'm fucking sorry if I flip numbers, but that's just I don't know. It's high. It's if it's not it's. It's something really, really high. Defund Paw Patrol. <laughs> Defund Paw Patrol. <laughs> it um, still makes me laugh. Off the top of my Google search, it's 40%. 40? Which is still ridiculous. That seems like 45% too high. Yeah. I know. No, anyway. I'm sorry. You are correct. It's 40% of all cops have a domestic abuse charge against them. 80% of all women that called the police because of domestic abuse said they wouldn't do it again because uh, they felt like the cop showed up and said, stop it, and left, and nothing happened. Like, nothing happened. There yeah. was no follow-up. Right? That's where I got 80% from. I apologize. Um, well, let's use our last, like, two minutes as a PSA. Don't abuse the person you're in a relationship. Wear your mask. Uh, the only time you're mother. allowed to abuse the person you're in a relationship word with is if you have a safe word. Yes. <laughs> practice <laughs> practice safe sex. Is that considered safe sex? Uh, yeah. I thought safe sex was just like wearing a condom and shit. Is, I mean, is birth control considered safe sex? Then, or is that considered a precautionary measure? Which I guess a condom is. So yeah, all right, I answered my own question. Yeah, they're they're all kind of precautionary measures. Um, there was one time word is I'd I'd say safe words are considered a safe sex practice. Okay, Be, like making sure that your partner's taken care of and safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you know who makes me feel safe? <sighs> who would that be? Shane Ivers. If you want to get our intro music, that's Feather Duster. You can get it at www silvermansounds.com slash free music slash feather duster i just had a brain fart yeah i heard that that was hot yeah did, did you hear just like hear me stall out and have like dial-up sounds yeah you're just like Ugh. <laughs> uh, um vince yeah where can they find us if you'd like to follow us 
I'm sorry, hold on. I just I just remembered something. I just checked Twitter quick and I forgot it happened. The Irate Gamer and the Angry Video Game Nerd did a video together. And there's a version uh... of me in like the fourth grade who's freaking out because the Irate Gamer completely ripped off the Angry Video Game Nerd and like the fact that they made a video it's just fucking crazy. Sorry everybody. Sorry. Um you can find us on Twitter. You can find the show on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter. You can find all of on Twitter. There's links in the description below. Uh, you can follow us on our Discord, which I recommend highly. And if you want to give us, too. you want to give us a little bit of uh, support monetarily, you can throw us a couple bucks by buying something on our Red Bubble. Uh, you could buy a shirt, a sticker, a clock, a block, a duvet, a shower curtain, a bag, a cup, a mug, or you can go to our Patreon and throw us a couple bucks there. There are some tiers. There are some bonus stuff. There is some bonus stuff there. You can play D and D with us. Yeah, you can play D&D with us. Yeah. Uh, you were supposed to figure out how to get it where we can upload episodes early there, but whatever. Um, mm, yeah. Um, but we have to thank... As you heard previous in the show, we did thank those people uh, who have thrown us, the fine folks who have thrown us a couple bucks. Um, and we thank you, and we love you. We do. I think that's everything for this episode. That's episode 107 in the bookity books. In the, in the book, in the bag, and uh, in your hearts. Goodbye, everyone. I'm leaving now. Goodbye. <laughs> I have to edit. Atomic Radio Hour Podcast. Podcast.